Welcome to Actor 101 with Lauren and Marie. Hi, Lauren. Hello, Marie. So tell me about your weekend. Jeez, what did I do? Oh, I was in San Diego. That's right. I was on a work trip with my husband and... It was so hard for me, Marie. It was really, really tough. I had to sit at this fabulous five-star resort and drink pina coladas by the pool and have gourmet dinners and lunches and breakfasts every day for four days. That's rough. It was rough. I was really roughing it, everyone. It was tough. But you know what? I got through it. I got through it. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm better for it. Well, my son had his friend come in from Washington State. It's his childhood friend, and he's like a nephew to us. So I did a lot of baking and cooking. Oh, sure. Your kids are obsessed with your baking. My kids are obsessed with your baking. I do a lot of baking. You're a good baker. My husband's obsessed with your baking. He wants wants more of those cinnamon scones, by the way. Uh, I'm making strawberry next. (gasps) Ooh. So I'm sending those over. Okay, those will be the girl's jam. Just so everybody knows, I only have like one bake good and then send them off because I have to get them out of the house. I just have to get them out. Okay. Send, them, send them to my house. I've got two two young children and a husband with a sweet tooth. I have no problems doing so. All right. Brilliant. So today we are talking about the differences between agents and managers. Agents and managers and their differences. I get this question all the time, especially when we do showcases, because I bring in both agents and managers to the, the showcases here at the studio. And they say, well, what's the difference? Do I want one or the other? Do I want both? So we're going to kind of dive into the differences today. So everyone can kind of make that decision for themselves, whether or not they feel they need one or the other or both. Right, because I know my kids have different situations. And I think it really depends on your situation and what you need. Right. And I think you know, we'll get into it. But you know, it's it's uh, the, the roles of these particular, you know, agent manager, they've evolved, certainly over the last few years. Um, and so we'll talk about that too. But let's kind of get down to the nitty gritty with uh, let's start with agents. Okay, so agents usually submit for auditions, they'll negotiate contracts, wages, working conditions, but their main focus is to find you work, right? They are licensed by the state by the state of California. Mm hmm. And or New al- York, depending upon. Right. And they also get 10% of commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also have a larger roster than a manager would have. Certainly. Yes. So managers are a little different. Managers generally do have a smaller roster because they need to focus more on the clients day to day. They provide more of the career guidance. They focus more on the performer's long-term career path. Um, they're not regulated or licensed by the state. And again, they do, they rep smaller amounts of clients. And the theory is to give more personalized attention. Managers are able to charge anywhere between 10 and 15%. I mean, they can really charge whatever they want. But generally speaking, most managers I know just take 10%. Some managers, if you do not have an agent, will charge you 15% because Mm -hmm. they're doing more work. I think it just depends on who you're working with and how Mm -hmm. they want to run their business because it really is their business. Definitely. They have a little more freedom, that is for sure. So let's talk a little bit about sort of the advantages of each one. Let's start with with, uh, the managers. What are the advantages of having a manager? Well, managers are doing long-term career goals for you. So they're looking at your career as a whole to try to guide you as to what the best decisions are to get you to your your goal and what they see as that goal together. They don't have as big of a roster. Mm -hmm. They also may be a little bit more established in the industry 
knowing a lot more people to get you a little bit more access depending on who your agency is. They also will help you with demo reel, advice on your career, your headshots. They'll help you get an agent if you don't have one and make sure you have the right agency for wherever you are in your career because there are different agencies depending on where you are, whether you need a developing agent or Mm -hmm. somebody that's uh, really established. And sometimes they'll get you auditions depending on your manager. I guess direct way I can say this is, yes, the managers are going to be more of the handholder is what I usually call them. They're more of the handholder. And they are the person that you would go to with what Marie said, all those questions about sort of the the day-to-day little things like my headshots and, you know, watching your audition tapes back and giving critiques on your audition tapes and seeing if they're worthy of passing along to the agent to then submit to casting. Again, they have a smaller roster so they can spend more time focusing on you. And that's the main draw of having a manager because, and we'll get into this in a second, agents do have a larger roster. So they don't have time for that handholding. They don't have time for daily phone calls or every other day phone calls about things like pick my headshots or did you get a chance to watch my tape? You know, they're, they can't give that sort of individual attention. Their goal is to pitch you to casting get you the audition, send the audition out. If you book it, then they're going to work the contract and the and the rates and all that fun stuff. So that is the, the, the difference mainly, I'd say. With the manager, again, it's that day-to-day. It's the career guidance that they give you. It's the, the little questions that come up along the way that, you know, they have more room for you to have a chat or a text message or an email, whatever the preferences of communication. Again, everybody's different and they prefer different things. Some levels they help find managing staff for actors. So social media management, PR, um, headshot photographers, classes, coaches, taping studios, any of those things, again, the, the manager is going to be more the resource for that. And they're going to be able to kind of guide you. And more times than not, they'll have a list of, of people that they've worked with and have a good relationship with and trust. And so it's good to kind of go with them because we know it's, it's going to be a good deal according to that manager. Okay. So then you have your agent who has a much bigger roster. Usually, I mean, their goal is to get you booked right? Because nobody's making any money unless you're booking. Um, One of the things with an agent, I think, compared to a manager is a manager may hold on to you for a lot longer than an agency. An agency, if you're not booking after a certain period of time, you may find that they'll drop you. What you say? Mm -hmm. Compared to a manager who might hold on to you for longer because they're looking at your long-term goal. Right. And, And this is to say, too, that the agent and the manager nine, well, you would hope more percentage than not have a good working relationship. That's a huge thing, everybody. If you have one or the other, and you're looking to add to your team. So for example, if you have an agent and you really do feel like, you know, I do need that more specialized individual attention. I do have more questions. Um, I hate bothering my agent with this stuff. I really do think I need a manager to to bounce things off of, et cetera. Make sure you talk to your agent first. Don't just go out and get anybody. More times than not, the agent will have relationships with managers that they like working with. And remember, a happy team is a happy team. <laughs> you want everybody happy. You don't want them working with somebody that maybe they have had some you know, trouble with in the past or what have you. So ask your agent to then give you some recommendations, set up some meetings, and that way you're going to have a cohesive team. And the same goes with the manager. If you have a manager, go to the manager. Hey, you know what? I want to get more appointments. I really think that 
you know, I, I, I want some more, you know, coverage. And so I think an agent would be fantastic to add to our team. What do you think? Who do you work with? Who do you want to set up a meeting with? And it, again, it goes both ways. Agreed. Your agent also is going to help negotiate those contracts. Mm-hmm. They'll pitch clients. Uh, and they also follow the union rules to make sure that you are taken care of as an actor. Yes, 100%. Yeah, they're more of that nitty gritty. They're going to be in there with those rates and contracts, really nailing that down for sure. Um, okay. That's their specialty. Here's a few things. That's the general of everything. Sure. But there are lines that get blurred. Absolutely. All the time. So some managers, some managers will act like agents and they will help with some negotiations with the agency. They will help with submissions. They will, they'll pitch clients. A lot of agents, people will start off as an agent in this business. And then as years go by, they decide they want to minimize, you know, deal with smaller clientele and they'll become managers. And the thing is, and I think this, we can speak to a few managers that we work with closely at the studio who are rooted in, in the agency roots, kind of bring that over, carry that over into the manager role. And so what managers, a lot of managers are doing now is they're actually submitting and pitching much like an agent would, you know, so when you're, when you're looking at a manager, that's going to be doing that as well, kind of double role playing, you may not need an agent because your manager is handling all of it. Again, you guys, it depends on the situation. This is why you take meetings with everybody because you get a feel for, you know, how many clients do you work with? How many are sort of in the same you know, appearance as I am, you know, am I going to be competing against my own roster? What kind of day to day things do you do you deal with? And what are you comfortable with, you know, working with me on and how you know, how much can I talk to you, you know, without bothering you kind of thing. There's so many things that you need to work out. And I think that initial meeting is really important to figure that out so that everyone goes in on the same page. And you know, you know, specifically, you're stating what you're looking for. Also with managers, sometimes if they are acting more like an agent, because they were an agent at one time, they may have a plan for you where they're saying, okay, I help you try to get your first job. And then from there, once you get that job, we're going to look for a certain agency because they want you at a certain agency. They have a long-term goal for that. So you need to make sure that you're having those conversations. So that way, if they come back and say, well, not yet, you understand why, because maybe there's a plan in place for you. Because remember, they're doing that long-term career goal for you. With the managers, they, again, they have that long-term goal for you. So they're going to really be able to navigate the jobs that you take as you start booking. They're going to be able to tell you, look, you know what? You've booked enough co-star roles. And now we've talked about Mm co-stars and guest stars on a previous podcast. But you know, you've booked enough co-star roles. We're not co-star actors anymore. We're now guest star actors. And so they'll come in, discuss with agent, look, you know what? John Doe is no longer a co-star actor. So if you get an appointment for him for that, we're going to say he's guest star only. So give him that billing or he's not going to be able to do that audition. And that's, again, that's building the career and establishing what kind of caliber of actor you are, what level you're at. And then it just builds from there until you eventually can get to like, you know, hopefully the big time. That's the ultimate goal. Right. And let's be real. All actors want to be working. So sometimes they don't understand those little nuances that their team is trying to present to them. Right. So just trust your team because that's the most important thing. Yeah. If your team is telling you, you know, if you don't have any credits on your resume and your manager and your agent are telling you, you know, you need to book this two line co-star role, you know, well, I don't want to do that. That's not what I'm trying to do as an actor. Well, you have to remember everyone, like we, Marie and I always say, this is a business and you've got to, you've got to prove yourself. And by building your resume, you know, you, you can do that and you can get to the point where you can pick and choose roles. But at the beginning, listen to your team and trust their guidance. And if you don't, then that's a conversation you have and perchance you move on. That's that everybody. 
Okay, so let's recap. All right, let's do it. All right, so first I want to say that every experience is different. So make sure that you're having those meetings, like Lauren said. Don't listen to what anybody else says. You want to make sure that you are having those meetings and that you're driving with that person and that you've asked all the appropriate questions so that you know it's a good working relationship. Absolutely. And again, everyone, I just want to reiterate that this is not a one-size-fits-all sort of explanation of agents and managers. There are variances in terms of, of everything we talked about with each. Just understand that every agent and manager is going to be unique and different, but the things we were explaining today are sort of an overall understanding, giving you an overall understanding of the differences between an agent and a manager. I would agree. And some of the agencies might be more hands-on than others. It just depends. And some managers might not be. It just depends on their roster and how they like to uh, work their business. Absolutely. Just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. That's why you want to take those meetings. Yes, you do. Okay. So I think that covers it, right, Lauren? I think so. Thanks everybody for joining us. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at actor101 underscore and be sure to let us know any Thing that you want to ask or know about, leave us a little note and we'll try and address that in a future episode. And we drop all our episodes on Thursdays. Thanks everyone for joining us. Thanks everyone. <laughs>